This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi guys, it's Chris McCarty here. You are listening to another edition of the Offscript podcast. And I've got to say, this might just be my best yet. Why? Well, we're joined in studio by Al Foran. He is, quite simply, the world's greatest impressionist. Everyone from Denzel Washington to Al Pacino to Robert De Niro to Matthew McConaughey to Woody Harrelson to Donald Trump to Eddie Murphy. There isn't anything this fella cannot do when it comes to impressions. Sit back and enjoy the wonderful talent that is Al Foran. The Offscript Podcast. We have got a litany of monster names. You will not get bigger names anywhere on the planet than you're about to get on this show. We are going to be in conversation, ladies and gentlemen, with the one and only Morgan Freeman. That's right. Yeah, it's great to be here in Dubai. We're having a great time. That's what it's all about. Sir David Attenborough's with us. Well, you know, myself and Morgan are very similar in the way we do our accents and the way we narrate things. Morgan, more so for the movies, and me, more so for the nature documentaries. Robert De Niro. Well, that's more of a visual one. When you're doing Robert De Niro, you gotta. It's all about the face, you know. That's that's what it's all about, son. It's all about the face, you know. Mark Wahlberg. Hey, how you doing, Chris? You all right? <laughs> it's good. Good to be here. All right. Breathy. Yeah, it's pretty hot here. It is pretty hot. When you walk in here, it's great. You know what I mean? I'm coming from L.A. Sometimes I'm in Boston a lot. You know, Boston's a very cold city. It is. You know, when you come here in Dubai, you experience that heat. You got to get used to it. You do. You got to acclimatize to it. One man who's used to the heat, because, of course, for four years, he was getting all the heat. We're joined by U.S. President, former U.S. President Donald Trump. Well, you know, it's a great pleasure to be here, guys. Wonderful. Really fantastic. Fantastic. The studios are so nice. They really are. They're wonderful. I walk in, it's state of the art. I see you, Chris. You're I mean you're you're interviewing so many people and so do you obviously missed him. He's he was a big big loss the last couple of days. What a fantastic guy. <laughs> Truly remarkable. I'm so happy to be here. You know, we're gonna talk twenty twenty four because it's gonna be very big. It is. There's a lot of people know. asking me questions. Well listen, we oh, come on, I got it. Yeah. Just to, to point out we do not have Morgan Freeman. We do not have Sir David Attenborough. We do not have Robert De Niro, Mark Wahlberg, or Donald Trump in our midst. We do have, though, the supremely talented Al Foran. Al, great to have you <laughs> in you? Dubai. How are you guys? Where are you? Incredible. Are you, so? I, you know what? When we talked about getting you in, and Sono, first and foremost, because you are sat here aghast. How incredible is this, man? I mean, that was unbelievable. <laughs> Especially, you know which one really got me? They all did. But the yeah. Robert De Niro. Oh, De Niro. Just yeah. the face. The face transforms. Mm. I thought he was here in the studio with us. That was one of the first. Was that it was really? one of the first I ever learned, yeah. Robert De Niro. Um, my, my older brother used to do an impression of Robert huh? De Niro, and I used to kind of copy him. And I watched Goodfellas at quite a young age. I was yeah, <laughs> you and me both, Al. Yeah. Right. You and me both. And I shouldn't have been watching it at that age, but that's how I kind of learned to do the Robert De Niro impression. Well, listen, we've got so many questions for you. We're going to hear a lot of the guys that you impersonate because you are yeah. supremely talented. And I'm not just saying that because you're sat in front of me. Already excitement on the text lines for you, Al. But listen, before we get into that, you're over in Dubai. First yeah. time in Dubai or have you been over in these parts No, no, I, I was here two years ago. Uh, the comedy festival yes, okay. in, in McGettigan's I was there two years ago and that was great fun you but know? you're back I'm with back. a boxing guys this time around yes yes Probellum Evolution um, two nights two big nights two world title fights Estelle Mosley and Yanina Del Carmen Lescano was the headliner on the first night it's the first ever uh, women's world title bout 
in the Middle, Middle East, East yeah. which is just unbelievable. And obviously Estelle Mosley is, you know, she's a gold medal, uh, Olympic gold medal. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's amazing. It's We've got as well a lot of Irish fighters. We've got John O'Carroll, Tyrone McKenna, Rowan Dace, TJ Doheny, you know, so... It's, it's a big Paddy's Day weekend. Yeah, it's there. a big Paddy's Day weekend and it's kind of, it's coming in at the right time, I suppose, for the Irish fighters. And then... The following night, sorry, the following yeah. night, we have the uh, the flyweight bout, the IBF flyweight world title bout. Yes, Sonny Edwards, Edwards against and Mohamed Wasim. Indeed, so. that is a big bout. All yeah. of those fights taking place down at the Dubai Judafi Tennis Stadium. We'll have details on how you can get your tickets, details on how you can win. Well, a, a place alongside Al down there at Probellum. He's also kindly offered up a bespoke video for you guys as well. The details on that to come. But <laughs> just talking to you, Al, about your skill set, how does mm. one realise that they have this ability, this incredible ability to mimic the way that people speak? I mean, I uh, I started impersonating family members. That was my whole thing. You know, when I was a young kid, seven or eight years old, like I was taking off aunties and uncles <laughs> at the, you know, the family birthdays, the family weddings. You know, my parents actually got married when I was 10 years old. And I remember at the top table, I was 10 and I... Did it? Did a little fifteen-minute skit. I did a speech, you could say, a quote-unquote speech. But my speech was, you know, impersonating the friends, the uncles. aunties, uncles, the cousins. You know, that's how it all really started for me. How does it develop from there to something that you realize oh, I can really make a career out of this? Because that's yeah. a big leap, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, I suppose I, I started doing it properly. Um, Ten years ago, I kind of took it a little seriously and I was in sixth year in school in Ireland, which was just before the, the final exams, the leaving cert. So it was, a, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, when you I should have been studying for my leaving cert, <laughs> I was making videos of, you know, I was doing impressions and stuff like yeah. that. So what was the big break, Al, for you? Because, uh, again, we were talking about it in the office. Yeah. All this week, when we found out that you were coming in, we're like, well, we've got Al in, and, and for, for goodness sake, if you aren't aware of Al, you need to jump on social media. Give him a follow on Instagram. You'll see his videos there. Incredible yeah. work. When then do you realise, wait a minute, can maybe make a go of this and make money. Yeah. When, when was your first break? Uh, the big break for me was probably, I mean, I, I had a lot of impressions under my belt at the time, but when Conor McGregor kind of came into the, and, and it is, when he came into the stratosphere in 2015, that was my big break. Um, I started impersonating him. If you actually listen to the impersonation, it's a little bit, listen to it at the start, it's, it's developed, it's come a long way since then. Mm. Um and through that, I kind of, I, I did, I got a lot of opportunities through that. Um, and I think the one thing that kind of put me on the map was the fly, I, I actually, in Birmingham, 2017, I confronted Floyd Mayweather uh -huh. uh, on stage as Conor McGregor. Mike Tyson, Donald Trump, and many other characters. Can I put you on the spot a little bit? Because I'd love to hear you as Connor confronting Chris and challenging <laughs> him oh. to a bit of a showdown. Well, I, I, listen, I don't know. I'm hearing these talks. Listen, Kevin De Bruyne is a very good midfielder, mate. But I don't know why you're interviewing him. Do you know what I mean? You're a United fan, mate. I know, I, listen, I know you have to. There has to be a bit of diplomacy there, and you have to, you have to be neutral in that sense, but. 
I'm a bit disappointed. I'm a bit disappointed, Chris. I'm a bit I scared am. right now. <laughs> <laughs> if Conor McGregor is telling you that you're a little bit disappointed in oneself. This is a United fan. I know, I'm a United fan. I'm a professional, though, Al, like you are too. Listen, what we're going to ask you guys to do is help us out here. We want to challenge Al. So send us some scenarios. Send us some famous individuals. And we'll see if Al's got it in his little repertoire. He's got Mark Wahlberg. He's got Matthew McConaughey. Your Matthew McConaughey, incidentally, is probably my favourite. Actually, Al, I want to ask you, what would you say is the easiest impersonation that you do and the hardest that you have to work on? The easiest... Would pro- because I just kind of just delve in and out of character with it is is Trump. I just it's just a smooth one. So you know what? I could go out of the, I could talk like this for hours, you know, and that's it. I could converse with people like that and then just go back to being myself. <laughs> right. I, but the hardest was Klopp. Jürgen took months to perfect. Liverpool's manager. <clears throat> Give us all. absolutely. You know, when you're doing Jurgen Klopp, you have to kind of you know bring bring your neck back a little bit like that. You have to be very tense, and you know, <laughs> obviously talk about you know the, the team. And I obviously still think this impression is still has to improve. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, but for sure, you know. We're very close in the league, you know, there's a lot of pressure. Obviously, we've got Arsenal tonight, you know, and it's it's a big game. And, you know, I think the Manchester United fans, you know, are kicking themselves that we have to do them a favour, yeah? <laughs> it's very good, Al. It's very good. Loads of messages coming in. You were actually... The great thing about you, I mentioned it to you, a lot of people were asking for Barack Obama. And you mm. said, and I don't want to embarrass you, you said in the ad break, yeah, but Barack, I did it early on. I'm, I'm not too sure about it. Give us a bit of Barack. Well, can, we, can we also do Madassar's request specifically? Barack Obama asking for a complimentary upgrade. On a flight. <laughs> I, you know what? I think a lot of people remember who I am. I think a lot of people they can't forget. I don't want to be economy. <laughs> I can't be economy. First class. That's what I need. And that's what's important. And that's what's good for America. <laughs> You're right. He has this week. He's uh, talking about the style. Obviously. Economy's bad. Make economy great again. <laughs> Very good. How long do you study these people? Because you're, you're able to go in and out of character so quickly. I mean, are you watching hours upon hours, Al, of these guys and girls? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's my, I said, I, I mentioned Klopp, that took me months, but certain impressions could take an hour or two, hmm. a few minutes. You know, um, it's interesting. I have a three year old daughter now, and. Now I'm starting to kind of go into a new area, a new category, which is animated impressions. Oh, wow. So I'm doing like a lot of the Paw Patrol characters, <laughs> the Peppa Pig. I do Grandpa Pig. Oh, right, you know, okay. Hello, Peppa. Hello, George. I'm Grandpa Pig. I've come. I've grown tomatoes out the back garden. <laughs> you know? She's loving it then. Yeah, she loves it. You know, and Mayor Humdinger from Paw Patrol. I went to see the Paw Patrol movie in, in the cinema with my daughter and I loved it. You know, and you know, the, the Mayor Humdinger, the way he speaks like that. Okay, the Paw Patrol, you know. <laughs> it's oh, How on earth did you, uh, again, I, I watch you, you're able to, to go in and out. Is yeah. it an ability that can be taught? Because there'll be a lot of people, like our very own Robbie Greenfield. He's not bad. He is, is definitely Robbie. not bad. Yeah. And I am hopeless. So and it really is, you know. <laughs> I'm terrible, Al. Is some it, people have it and some people don't, I think. Yeah, is it your ear? I you, disagree. You think really? I honestly disagree. I, do, I think everyone can do an impression. Everyone can scan someone's voice and mannerisms and and they can do it. I've never been of the, pin, the opinion that it's a rare talent. That's just That's not me trying to be humble. I just do believe that anyone can impersonate someone. They can. 
if they, if they if they put their minds to it, if they try and match their voice up, or even just get a mannerism correct. Oh, oh you don't play. That yourself. fills me with hope for one day being able to successfully <laughs> I've heard impersonate Chris McCarty. I've heard your impressions, Sono. They're awful. There's no hope for you. That being said, Al's mission is to try and scan my voice. Despite the fact it's a bit croaky, he's going to scan it and he's going to help you do me. That sounds weird. Yeah. You know what I'm going with. We have so many different challenges coming in for you. Uh, I want to start with this one from Ollie that's come in. And it's requesting Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson <laughs> each discussing why they should be the next James Bond. Well, it's very simple, Woody. I mean, you look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm a smooth operator. Okay, the British accent may not be there, but they are looking for that Austin, Texas accent. They like it. It's here and there. You know what I mean? It's smooth, as I said. If you want me, I'll be the next James Bond. Henry Cavill, Tom Hardy, Idris Elba, you guys, you ain't, you're, you're just not competition to me. You know, when you're doing Woody as well, I mean, <laughs> it's great. I mean, if I'm in a situation where I'm trying to negotiate with Blofeld, you know, that he has a, an evil master plan, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to be happy with him. I'm going to tell him that everything's going to be okay. And that's it. People need a chilled out James Bond. I appreciated Daniel Craig and everything he did. He did a great service to the role. But he was a little too intense for my liking. I mean, that, that's all I have to say. All right, all right, all right. I know, I will. I'll say all right, all right, all right. <laughs> You're Matthew McConaughey, Al. It's off the charts. It could be Matthew McConaughey sat right here yeah. with us. Yeah. You're more handsome than Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. My man. We're getting loads coming in. Denzel Washington, is he an easy one to do? Do you have him in your back catalog? Oh, I've been doing him for a long time, okay. That's right. When you're doing Denzel, you, you, you're going to really speak like that, hmm? you know? When he's doing his monologues, you know, you see him in American Gangster, you see him in Training Day. Most recently, you see he actually played the role of Macbeth. Hmm? I believe he got nominated for an Oscar. Okay? That's what it's all about. <laughs> you playing the role of Macbeth. They, said, they asked me, they said, Denzel, how'd you prepare? I said, I'm reading Shakespeare. What do you think? Hmm? That's right. I'm doing that. Okay? Right. You know, it's, okay. it, we were talking about how it's so much more than just you're doing the voice, yeah. you're doing the facial Im impressions as well. Yeah. But it's more than that. You're kind of figuring out how they would communicate, what words they would use yeah. that mimics yeah. their natural style of, of how they talk uh, and, and I, what they would choose to say. And I, and I know I, I said this during the outbreak. I said to you that um, I, I, I reveal it on air, the process. Mm. It's basically, you learn the voice and the mannerisms, it's like an automatic function. It's like an automatic setting that comes along with the voice. Mm. It's not a step-by-step -step process. So it's just all voice. It's all in. You know, you're all in with your chips and yeah. you just learn the voice and the mannerisms just, it just comes with it. I, it's strange. I can't explain it. I've got to say, your mannerisms, Robert De Niro, and again, you've got to check out Al. Al, for anyone listening to this, I haven't been on your Instagram, perhaps don't follow you. It's Al Faran Comedy, correct? Yes, Al Faran Comedy. Che yeah. Check that out now, uh, well, when it's safe to do so. You'll get an idea. The facial expressions of Robert De Niro. I'm, mm. I'm watching you do Robert, and I'm thinking, I'm looking at Robert De Niro. Mm. The exact same there with Denzel yeah. Washington. The exact same yeah. with Donald Trump. I'm listening to you. I know I'm looking at you, but yeah. immediately you're evoking the image of that person. But the, but the 
thing with De Niro is, and he's a very interesting one, he is the only impression in my repertoire where it's kind of been a reverse, where the mannerisms were the, were the first thing that I learned and the voice came second mm. because his, his mannerisms are so... You know, they're, they're, they're so profound. Yeah, they are. They're so pronounced. profound. You know what I mean? They're so significant. And, you know... I eventually had to learn the two kind of different De Niro's because there's a younger De Niro. There's more, you know, kind of like that De Niro. You know what I mean? He's, you're talking about Mean Streets, 1973. We was talking like that. And then you have, you know, the older Robert De Niro to meet the parents. Robert De Niro, you know, talks to Greg, you know. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that, you know, so. Quite nasally. I mean, it's... Yeah. It is like we've got Robert De Niro in our mids. Uh, a couple of other ones that I'm a big fan of. Gordon Ramsay, of course. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like that. Big fan. Wow. Amazing. Brilliant. God. It's going to be great. The probellum evolution. Some great fights. You know? Get a video at me. Okay? I promise I won't swear. Okay? We've been told not to swear. And that's it. Okay? God! <laughs> keep going on. This one's coming as well from Raj. I want to hear David Attenborough narrating a scene for Morgan Freeman can't find his keys. <laughs> and here we have Morgan Freeman trying to find his keys. But while he's trying to find his keys, he's also trying to narrate finding his keys. So you could call this a narration Inception. <laughs> I can't find my keys. I don't know where I put them. And I know that David Attenborough, he's right above me, narrating me, trying to find my keys. <laughs> now I'm trying to narrate here, looking for my keys. I don't know where they are. It's a problem. That's right. <laughs> who is the one? And again, that's amazing. Who is the one, Al? And we were talking off air. You do get stopped in the street, right? You've become yeah. famous in your own right. People yeah, are stopping yeah. you in the street. Who's the one they want more often than not? I would say McGregor, uh, Trump is is requested. A, a lot of people look for like in the last couple of years now they they want the Tyson Fury impression, you know. Um, there are I mean if I, I I love when people ask me the, for the obscure ones. Really, mm. like I like give them a big pat in the back. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'll give because them a no because because the, the popular ones you do so much and I'm kind of like yeah thanks a million yeah yeah one of them one person asked me to do Brendan Rogers. You know, oh, and beautiful. You know, I spoke like Brendan Rogers as well. Absolutely fantastic. You know, and that's one of the beautiful parts of. It's you know. <laughs> good. That's good. What is the feedback that you get from, if you have had at all, from the people that you've actually impersonated? Have yeah. any of those people gotten in touch with you yeah. to comment? I mean, who have I, I've impersonated? Mike Tyson. Not to not to Mike Tyson, but he heard me through a PA system. Uh-huh. He he did a show in Dublin, and um, he was asked later on by the MC. He said we had a young man, uh, Al Foran, doing many impersonations, and one of his impersonations was of you. And what, what did you think? He was, yeah, I thought it was good. You know, I thought I thought he had kind of spot on. You know, and I enjoyed it. That was it. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, thanks, Al. Al. Honestly, they're all brilliant. We're getting loads of messages in. We've been asked to do Tyson Fury because we need to hear for the heavyweight champion. In fact, give us some Tyson Fury. 100%. Here we are, going to the break. And that's it. I just want to say, Dylan White, you're getting knocked out. <laughs> Al, we've been throwing so many different yeah, so many. suggestions at you, and you've just been picking them up like it's yeah. nothing. Well, here's one for you. Quite curious to hear you talking about Joe Pesci. <laughs> 
teaching Al Pacino how to drive. <laughs> Censored Joe Pesci. Yeah, of <laughs> Absolutely. What yeah. job tomorrow? Well, I mean, I'll tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to teach Pacino how to drive. I don't know what happened to him. You know what I mean? We're trying to drive something. He, he has one of these electric cars, all right? Whatever. I don't know what it is. It's, it, it could be the, 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 the Renault Zoe or the, or the, the Ionic. <laughs> I don't know what he wants to do. But I'm there trying to. We're on the motorway. We're on the big motorway in Dubai. I don't know what he's doing. He said, I don't know what to do. What does this mean? What does B mean? B means you're saving the battery. What does D mean? D means drive, except the battery goes pretty fast. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so confused. I can't do this. I don't know what to do. Give me a manual car any day. What are you talking about? You what are you, you know, you can't get a manual car. We're saving the environment here. We're doing something good. If you go back to that, you're doing something bad. What's wrong with you? Have you seen the price of fuel? It's bad. Oh, oh. It's better, better. We've got loads of messages in. Janet's been in touch, says, Ditto Sona, the impressions are amazing. Giggled all the way back on the drive from Abu Dhabi. That sums up the, all the messages that we're getting. You were telling us off air, though, Al, and I've got to get you, the floor is yours with your Eddie Murphy impression, <laughs> because I'm a big fan of Eddie. Back in the 90s, I mean, he wasn't, he was never off the silver screen with Beverly Hills Cop, etc. Mm. Is he a popular one? Do you get asked for Eddie quite a bit? Yeah, and at gigs, he is the popular one. And it, gets, it, it lifts people, it mm. does. So, man, when you're doing Eddie Murphy, man, it lifts the people, you know what I mean? And that's great. You know, and, and, and you just got to get really excited, man. And that, that's what I love about it, you know? And you're really happy, you know? And, I, and listen, I don't know if he's happy, if, he, if he's that happy anymore. I don't, you never see him, you know what I mean? He did the Come to America 2. I don't know if it was that good. I like Come to America 1 a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> man, that, that's it. That's how you do Eddie Murphy. It just makes people laugh. <laughs> It's because it's Listen. fun, and yeah. even the, again the oh, mannerisms. Oh, the laughs get me. <laughs> the laugh, the Eddie Murphy laugh. Yeah, it's fun and vibrant. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, we only have a few more minutes left, yeah. so I don't know how. In just sort of about fifty minutes or so, you managed to size Chris up. Yeah, uh, and his accent. It's a tricky one. Good luck with this, Al. Yeah. But uh, do you have any suggestions? I mean, you know, oh, it's a very tough one. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> great. Because I do, I do two Scots as well, and the two Scots that I do are Sir Alex Ferguson and Graeme Souness, but they're very different. <laughs> it's not bad, Al. It's all right. It's all right. I'm getting, getting there. Husky. It's got to be husky, someone. That's it. Husky. Yeah. No, listen to that, Al. Husky. Right. 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 <laughs> Right. right. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> no, you're still coming out with this English accent. You've got to go Scottish. Oh, what, what can you tell us? Like, right. Is, is that kind of a fish? Right. Or Y E instead of right. Right. O Y E. Or Y E. Right. It's getting worse. I told you, there's no saving this one. There is no saving her. Listen, last couple of minutes, we will continue to work on the Scottish accent. You're here for a good reason. You're over here with Probellum. Yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about what fight fans, because those that will be coming down to the Dubai Duty Free Tennis Stadium, yeah. Friday and Saturday, are there to watch the boxing. But yeah. I tell you what, Al, you're going to pull in a crowd yourself. What can they expect? Well, yeah, listen... I'm going to be doing a few bits and bobs with the, with the with the fighters, interviewing them as different characters. Um, we're just going to have a bit of fun, you know. We had a bit of fun yesterday at the open workouts, and you're going to see a lot more of that at the press conferences. Um, before before each each fight night, um, I'm actually sitting down with Sam Jones, um, doing a little kind of he's playing the MC role and I'm playing ten different characters. It's going to be and great. And then the next night, it's another ten different characters. That's my role. I mean, 
Listen, we we need things to smile about in, in the world today, and you know I'm I'm blessed and I'm happy that I can provide that this weekend. Oh, will you do um, that? It's it's Paddy's week as well. We're all you know we're all jolly, we're all happy. Well, you've done um, it. You've done it for us over the last hour. I mean, the message is coming <laughs> yeah. in, and I think this well this message sums up a lot of what a lot of it's coming in. Joe Pesci piece was amazing, miracle to pull that off without a swear word. I was filling in mm-hmm. the swear words in my drive back. Says this one, <laughs> what a talent this guy is, and you yep. are Al. You're incredibly you. talented. Continue it. doing what you're doing. I, I've got to ask for probably one or two more That's fine. because a lot of people are asking for Boris Johnson. Now I haven't <laughs> seen Boris Johnson in your back catalogue. <laughs> no. Do you have well, him? It, well, well, you know, we, 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 uh, it's, it, it's a work in progress, you know, because we, uh, you know, some impressions can be hard. And, 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 and you know, uh, uh, the heath in, in Dubai can be you know, a, li- a little too much for, for, for me. But, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. Uh, beautiful uh, beaches, beautiful swimming pools, beautiful, uh, the architecture, the buildings are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Persian Arab is beautiful, like, like the Shard in London. You yeah. know? How is that man, Prime Minister of the UK? I'm still, I'm still working that one out. Uh, I've got to get, just very quickly before I let you go, I've got to get some football ones in because yeah, I'm, of yeah. course, massive sports fan, Jose Mourinho. For me, I think things are going very good at Roma. We are, we are playing very well. We have to play well. It's very important, Chris. I think so. Special one. I am the special one. I am. Rio Ferdinand? No, listen, mate, you know, watching Man United last night, it was, it was a struggle, you know? It was a struggle. You know, Roy Key was watching them as well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to make of them. <laughs> it's an absolute disgrace, the way they're playing. I don't know what you guys, I don't know what you're laughing about. I don't know what you're laughing about, you know what I mean? They have to do another, they have to do another reset at the club. It's disgraceful. That's excellent. <laughs> that might just be the best one out. Listen, uh, us. I think one of our I, listeners, Ron, wants us to be off air and you to take our jobs yeah. permanently. You know what? He I'll, said, guys, Offscript will become a global powerhouse. Give him the job. Make him a regular. I know you can. <laughs> I'm going to f- speak to the bosses. We'll find budget for you somewhere, Al, and you can become a once a month, and that'll hopefully turn us slowly but surely into a global phenom, as Ron <laughs> has just said. Yeah. But listen, mate, you're brilliant at what you do. Yeah. I cannot thank you enough. You could have done a litany of other things tonight. Dubai is a very special place. You've popped in here. You've entertained our listeners and us. Uh, thank you, thank guys. Thank you so much. Thank Al. you so much for thank having you. me. The Offscript Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please do go ahead and click subscribe. You can also check out our other podcasts, Time Capsule or The Big Interview. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. 